Hey, this is Becca, and you are listening to episode 29 of In Todd We Trust, the podcast that reviews the most popular movies in theaters and also gets off topic. Today, we'll be discussing Rocket Man. All right, got the recording going. Find the balance that you know, actually, what, when you just said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you ever seen the, um, the thing that says, like, whenever you're like in a work setting or you're having a meeting how you can say like find the balance and it fits every anywhere yeah that's <laughs> that's funny you just gotta I find guess it I just feel like i'm at work still right exactly it does feel it does feel like very professional in here right now it does um all right we are recording um thank you all for tuning in to episode 29 of entire we trust uh you can access the podcast on itwtpodcast.com uh for spoiler free one sentence reviews and movie ratings, uh, episode descriptions, song of the week playlist, movie soundtrack playlist, and a submission form to be a guest on the show. Um, only the most special people make it up on here to be a guest, so I cannot guarantee that you get a spot. Um, you can listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and also watch on YouTube. Um, the YouTube video goes up a few days after um, we release the audio. Um, today we have my good friend Becca on the podcast today. Uh, I know we caught up a little bit before, um, but how is life? It's good, Todd. It's been a while since I've seen you. I know, right? It's yeah. it, wait, when was it? When was the last time? It was probably last summer when Julie was home and we went to that food truck place yes. in, I don't even know in where Ferndale. it is. Ferndale. Yeah. Yeah. The food truck place was a, was a, a tad disappointing. It was a little disappointing. The, the company did not disappoint though. It <laughs> was, it was good to catch up. Wait, when was that? That was, that I was I think last it was like summer? last August because Julie oh goes goodness. to school in Massachusetts. So she's not home very often and she was home for like a month in August. I, I can't believe it was that long ago. That is insane. I know. Um, it's crazy. Wow. Time goes by fast. Uh, so I went to EL this past weekend. I uh, drove past your house, your oh. old house. And I, I thought I thought about you all. Um, have you, when's the last time you've been back? Um, I actually didn't even make it back for a football game this year. It was kind of a busy fall. Yeah. And the only one I would have went to was probably Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah. But my family was in Saugatuck, so we didn't make it there. And... Uh, I did go a few weeks ago for my cousin's graduation, though. So okay, so, so you have beginning been back. of May, yeah, I've been back. Have just you seen that freaking sky- a skyscraper like apartment building yes. they're building on Grammar with the Target and? It doesn't seem like it, it fits is, in there. It doesn't even look right, does no, it? No, I don't like it. It's insane. It's insane. Like it, it made me feel like I didn't even know my own school. I know. That's what it feels like. Like I, I'm gonna feel really bad when I hear people saying yo, you know that one place or this place? And I'm like, that wasn't there when I was like, I don't want to be that guy. I already feel that way about yeah. some things. And I don't know. There's just yeah. a lot of construction. Even when I went up there, I'm like, I don't even know which roads to go down and how to get places no. because everything's closed. And there's like a lot of orange barrels. It's just terrible. Like everything else in Michigan. I, yeah, right. Exactly. Um, and I feel like I need to, well, when those do go up, well, first of all, the apartments look amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, again, it doesn't necessarily fit the aesthetic of the street. Right. Um, I will likely move back there into one of those apartments and just commute to Detroit each day. Cause those just, I, I want to say I lived in there. Yeah. And yeah. They'll be like, Oh, you wait, th- those weren't up when you were in school. And I was like, no, I no, no, no. I moved back as an adult. <laughs> I can't imagine that they're like student prices. Like, I don't know how any students could afford that, but I, I mean, if they're not footing the bill, then I guess they don't really care. That is true. And, and, you know, I feel like they, they find a way with real estate. Um, on college campuses, especially MSU, mm-hmm. where they like m- get the bare bones as far as an apartment, and then charge like a crazy amount. Right. Um, or you have like four, you know, four people staying in an apartment that that's not a large like right. square foot. Yeah. And um, and you know they just jack up they jack up the prices. And then when you look at it, once you combine like everyone's rent, even if it's a place that seems cheap, like I remember I, I found a place that was like out past Chandler Crossings. Yeah. And it was like under five hundred dollars per month, and we we're like, right. oh, pretty, you know, pretty affordable comparing, like, you know, to some other options. And then we start putting, we're like, yeah, we have our own rooms, bathroom, and everything mm-hmm. like that. And we start adding it up, and we're like, wait, we're paying like two thousand plus dollars, like that's, that's that's a mortgage. Like, right. We could have a full home mm-hmm. with a five bedroom and like way more square footage. Oh yeah. Um. So you know, it's funny once you actually start doing the math, how you're getting it scammed is. a bit. It's very scary. I don't want to think about all the rent that I paid. No, exactly. Gosh, on top of it. any other bills that and, and parking on. tickets oh, oh yeah. my gosh i paid a whole nother year's worth of tuition with parking tickets there was a um, couple i tried to fight and i never won so yeah. i was like you know what i should just pay them <laughs> i never even tried to fight. i just tried to run away from them i never tried to never tried to fight them yeah um so song of the week what do you got for me 
Um, so I have been listening to Never Really Over by Katy Perry this yep. week. I think it came out like last week. Yes. So I usually burn out songs. Like I will listen to them on repeat until like it's annoying to me and then I'll forget about them like they ever existed. So this will last a few more days. Yes. I, you know, I'm so glad that you just said that because, um, it's actually next on my playlist from the song that my song of the week. Okay. Right next on the playlist is the Katy Perry song. I, okay. so I, I'm a huge Katy Perry fan, uh, mm-hmm. for listeners who don't know that already about me. Um, I get a lot of flack for it yeah. because um, of her antics sometimes. And I don't know what she's doing with her hair sometimes. And right. I, I don't know. I don't care because I'm a huge fan. I'm a diehard. Um, yeah. I'm going to rock with Katie no matter what. So oh, that's good. Um, my song of the week is uh, Dream by uh, Miley Cyrus, um, a.k.a. Drugs Rule Everything Around Me. I am not into drugs, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the song is dope. The beat is dope. Um, also featuring Ghostface from Wu-Tang. So uh, it's from her new EP, uh, She Is Coming. And, uh, you know, another jam on there, uh, Party Up the Street with um, with Sway Lee. Definitely a summer jam. Has a good bop to it. But, uh, but yeah, overall, you know, not a bad EP, but that dream is, is definitely top of the list for me. I'll have to listen to it. I haven't checked it you, out. You got to check it out. It's a, it's when, as soon as you get in the car, it's yeah. definitely, you'll, you'll probably play it on repeat all the yeah, way home. Okay, so. then I'll have to take your word for it. <laughs> Um, all right, we have random rapid fire questions. You can't okay. cheat. You can't look at the notes. All right, I will um, look. You ready? Yes. All right, here we go. Uh, what would your stage name be if you were an artist? I don't know. It'd probably have to be Becky something Be-y- because that is true. Like, yeah. it just feels like a, a name that fits. My friends call me Becky when, whenever Bex, they want to yeah. kind of laugh. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what instrument do you wish you were really good at? Um, I think it'd be cool to be good at the piano yeah no I, I agree um would you rather your bio be a movie a musical or a documentary um probably a movie movie um what artist would you be most excited to do a meet and greet with taylor swift yeah oh no come on <laughs> becca like uh, <laughs> old taylor swift like during her red album was like the the best taylor swift there ever was and if right. i could go back to that i would be i would still really be excited so, you know what I, I i do like some songs regrettably on the album i was actually just telling someone earlier today that um you know if someone would ask me if i like taylor swift i'd say like no i don't really like taylor swift right. i was looking at my going through my library the other day and i was like man i have like 25 taylor swift songs on yeah. my phone like she's got some good ones she has some hits like yeah and, and, and you for, kind of forget they kind of start to add up on the phone and I'm like oh wait like I I guess I do like Taylor Swift yeah she has Uh, like a lot of different moods kind of if you want to be sad you can listen to the sad Taylor Swift and like the old stuff or the new stuff which is a little not my favorite but still okay yeah Yeah. (laughs) Um, what is your go to song to sing in the shower I don't even sing in the shower because I have such a bad voice. I can't even sing in the shower. My really? dog would probably start crying. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I have no shame to, uh, to bust out singing in the shower. Um, and, What's you know, your favorite song to sing in the shower? Wow, that's a good question. Um, hmm. Rapid Fire is hard because you're just Rapid unprepared for it. Yeah, I know. Rapid Fire is tough. Uh, the go-to song to sing in the shower. Um, you know, I've really been feeling like singing some Frank Ocean recently. Okay. Um, definitely good. Uh, Daniel Caesar. I was singing some Daniel Caesar recently in the shower um i like to go towards artists that i feel like are in my vocal range i'm not saying i sound like them but in my range so um that way i sound better with the acoustics did um, i hear that you might be doing some american idol oh, stuff? oh not, not not might yeah it's, it's happened I, i'll uh after we go through this rapid fire i will i will uh, disclose details good um have you ever recorded yourself singing I don't think so. No. Yeah. If it, all right. Like there might be an old Snapchat video of me singing, but it was not recorded by me. I was about it's to say don't, from someone else laughing at me. Don't lie, Becca. We're gonna check on YouTube <laughs> after this to see if you did some covers. I didn't do any. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know that for sure. <laughs> I know. Um, you would like a guitar? I can like picture you. You know, like doing a cover. <laughs> no, I don't um, think so. <laughs> um, what is the last thing you watched on Netflix? Um. Oh, there's that movie. One of my friends recommended it. I don't even know what it's called. I know what my next movie will be, like eighth grade or something. Oh, yeah. I yeah. heard one of my friends said, you have to watch that. Yeah. And I, I was like, okay. I got to watch that, too. I I, um, I wanted to watch it. Like, I wanted to go to the theater to see it, um, but then just kind of just, I just didn't get a chance. But I do want to check that out. I yeah. think it's on, um, 
either HBO or maybe Amazon Prime video right now. Okay. So, yeah, I do want to check that out. I think it is Amazon Prime because is, yeah. my friend said it was on Netflix and then somebody's like, it's not on Netflix. She's like, I just watched Amazon. it. Like, okay, it so it's Amazon, Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah they, they uh, Amazon usually picks up a lot of those like indie movies yeah. um, when they come out. Um, and they actually produce a, a, you know, a good portion of, of right. them that you wouldn't expect them to be behind. Um, best play you've ever gone to? Um, I went to see Hamilton this year and oh, I really? really liked that. And I feel like any play, like it's most recently in my memory. So it was yeah. really good and I really liked it. Yeah. I mean, it's super popular. So I'm, I'm sure that's a lot of people's answers. I, um, so fun fact uh, about me and Hamilton is, I don't know, but for whatever reason, up until like maybe a year and a half ago, I thought that Hamilton was a hip hop version of Hamlet. Oh, um, okay. I, I don't know. I don't know where I got that from. I don't know why that was the case. Um, I'm sure that's easily confused. I'm sure there was a lot of people out I, there with you. I hope so. I hope so. Cause whenever I say it to people, they like laugh and, <laughs> and they, you know, they, they, they poke fun, but I'm like, Hey, it's, it's probably a lot of people yeah, out there like me who I thought agree. it was a hip hop version of Hamlet. So right. I'm going to stand by that. Um, the worst thing about when I went was that the person next to me was singing the songs along. I was like, this is not a concert. Like you cannot sing and hum oh the songs. Gosh. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of like the people who I know have seen it, like memorized the soundtrack prior to going to see it. And I was right. like, that's just obnoxious. Come yeah. on. Like just, just go see the, like, I, I don't know. Just go see it first. Um, mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, for me, um, it t honestly, a hip hop version of Hamlet might've been better. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to tell them what's right. I'm not a, I'm not a playwright, but you should give it a chance. Yeah. It was in East Lansing recently. I don't know if it's still running there, yeah. but it was at the Wharton center. Yeah. It was there, uh, three weeks ago, I think. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know that, that ticket price is, is tough for yeah, me to, you know, it is steep. people, people, you know, decide what they like to pay for and like what's, what's worth money for me. Like I'd buy a pair of shoes, maybe or a couple yeah. with that money that I used to spend, you know, buy the ticket. So that's, right. just, that's, that's my advice. That um, sense. I do like plays though. Um, what's your go-to slushy flavor? Um, I would have to say probably watermelon. Watermelon. Ooh, I didn't, I, you know, every, I, I was saying this last week, every week is different. Isn't yeah. that great? Like, cause I was just thinking blue or red, like, you know, blue raspberry or cherry. Like those yeah. are the two that you always see mm -hmm. every week has been a different answer. So. What's your answer for that? Uh, you know, I do, I like to do a little, little swirl action. I like to do the, okay. the mix up. Yeah. The, the blue and red. Um, I, you know, I was on a Mountain Dew kick for a while growing up. Oh, okay. Growing up, I was on a, the best one I've ever, best slushy I've ever had. Um, seven, uh, 7-Eleven had a, um, a Sour Patch kit, mm -hmm. kids one, like this red, amazing. Right. Amazing. Are they, please bring that back, 7-Eleven. We need that. Um, I need that. <laughs> um, if you had to rewatch the same movie for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, that's kind of hard. I feel like the popular answer on this podcast would be The Lion King, because yeah. it seems like everyone <laughs> said that. Um, I don't know. I think that I would have to say, like, I really like the movie Crazy Stupid Love, so that That's fair. would probably be... It's a solid movie. I feel like I've already watched it a lot of times, so I would just continue watching just it. Can, yeah, just stick with it for the rest of your life. Um, not not a bad one. I, I love Steve Corral, so any Steve Corral um, thing, I, I could watch forever, so... Yeah. Um, all right, well, um, I went to theater. So when I, when I went to the theater, before we get started with this, uh, to see this last night, and... I feel like, what, you know, as I was sitting in there and um, I actually saw a preview for Lion King, which made me think uh, about what I'm about to say, you know, whether I'm going to go see an opening night or if I'm going to give it a day or two, I'll actually be in Cali for my sister's wedding. Okay. So it comes out, her wedding is on that Friday that it comes out, but you know, technically movies come out like that Thursday right, night. Right, right. So I'm like, do I go Thursday night or do I wait till like Saturday mm -hmm. morning or something like that? And you know, I have this conflict a lot with movies that I'm really excited for is, do I go see an opening night because I'm pumped right. and deal with possible distraction in the theater yeah, of like people who are just, in, you know, inconsiderate right. and talk and cheer and make comments about the movie mm -hmm. or just loud talkers. Um, or, you know, do I wait? And it's like, man, I'll build all this anticipation up and I have to wait and then right. go see it late um, so that I can have it in, like, isolation. So that's always uh, my dilemma. And I, I mentioned this on, I think, the last podcast of how I'm trying to, like, I, I might have to get a group together just to buy a theater. Yeah. But I think I, I, that's going to be that a worthwhile be investment answer. for me. 
Yeah, I think it would be kind of hard because just with it being The Lion King and I think like so many adults and kids will be interested in it. Yeah. Like even if you decided to go on like a Saturday morning, like that might be the popular time to like bring the family out yeah, very good for point. it. That's a very good point. Um, So I got to find I got to find a time. I, I think that I mean, it's going to be one of those movies that no matter when you go yeah. that weekend, um, you know, you're not going to find a good time. But hopefully I, I go with some considerable, you know, some considerate people. Yeah, um, that's probably the key. Yeah. Um, so like you mentioned before, uh, recently announced, uh, as of yesterday, actually, that, um, I will be auditioning for American Idol coming up. That's really exciting. So, uh, I didn't know you were a singer either. You know, yeah. So, you know, that, that's been, um, probably the biggest response, uh, when I posted it is, um, and, and by the way, the auditions, uh, September 10th, um, in Detroit. I also have to do an audition video, so uh, so you know maybe I'll you know maybe you'll you'll see that on maybe. YouTube. Maybe I'll be Hopefully. the one with the guitar. Um, I, I can't play guitar, but I can't sing either, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but uh, but yes, I cannot sing, um, but I have a lot of heart and soul behind it, mm-hmm. um, a lot of feeling behind it. So uh, the way I described it on my Instagram is that uh, you know the way that I compose the notes that come out of my mouth. Yeah, I, I definitely consider myself an artist and a one-of-a-kind artist at that. Um, but I, I don't know if singing is the way I, you know, a singer would be the way I describe myself. Um, right. But I don't think that excludes me from the competition. I still think I have a, a, a real fighting chance. Um, so, you know, I'm going to bet on myself. I'm going to go audition. Um, and I, I, I likely think, I, I think I'll make it through. I think I have a good chance. Yeah. You know, I've seen some of the talent that's gone on the show, and, and not to put anyone down, um, definitely don't want to do that, but I, you know, I definitely think that, uh, I feel confident in my abilities. Well, that's good. Confidence so. is probably the key. And, um, I heard maybe from the post that you made that you're taking song suggestions. Are you going to open that up? Like maybe you could have absolutely, a, like, absolutely opening people that up. listening to the podcast might want to, that, you know, that's a very good point. I think give thank you some suggestions of what they think that you could rock. That's a very, that's a really good point. Um, yes, I am definitely open to suggestions. Like I mentioned before, uh, like my in the sh- in the shower songs um, recently have consisted of like you know Frank Ocean Daniel Caesar again I feel like I'm in kind of that range um, but you know don't get it twisted um, I can definitely hit those like Mariah Whitney uh, type of notes as well so you know don't feel bashful when you're giving me suggestions okay. I can make it work I can adjust again I can adjust my voice as an artist um, so yeah if you have suggestions Becca would love to, to hear them think it. think on it think I'm on it sleep on it. it. And I'm sure other people will give you ideas, too, please, that you haven't even thought of. Please do, yes. Please. I, I've gotten a, a few interesting ones thus far, but um, but please keep them coming. Um, you know, I couldn't do it without uh, my, my fans, so appreciate that. <laughs> um, so with, um, you know, some background on the movie, Rocketman, uh, the way it's described on IMDb is a musical fantasy about the fantastical human story of Elton John's breakthrough years. That is a very good description. If you've seen the movie, that is... <laughs> Very accurate a good description. Um, released on May 31st. Um, notable cast, just uh, Taryn Egerton. I hope I'm saying that correctly, who is um, playing Elton. Uh, he's the only real, like, ma- you know, really big name actor in it. Um, I, you know, I know him from uh, Kingsman. Um, I he, didn't know him from anything. So really, yeah. You're, so, yeah. you're ahead of me there. Yeah, I mean, and, and I, when I say big actor, I'm not saying A-lister, but he just <laughs> is recognizable for me. Um, director was uh, Dexter Fletcher, uh, who also did Eddie the Eagle. And then the screenplay was done by Lee Hall, who also did uh, a new adaptation of Cats and uh, War Horse, which is a play, um, which that makes complete sense based on how this movie was laid out, that they got some, they tapped on someone who had previously done plays before I had a background in plays to do this right. movie, so that doesn't surprise me. Uh, runtime is two hours and one minute for this movie. Um, before I get into it, Becca, did you have any initial thoughts that y- you want to start with or, or get off your chest? I think it was just a lot different than I expected. Yeah. Um, it was definitely wild. There was a lot going on. Yeah. I didn't realize it was going to cover such a short period of time in his life. Like, I guess I don't really know how long of a period of time it covered. I know it was right. multiple albums and everything, but um, it just seemed like it was a lot crunched into two hours, but it wasn't even his whole life. So you didn't even get to see like later things going on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to definitely touch on that in a, in a little bit here, but um, yeah, I, I agree. I didn't necessarily know what to expect. I did. I don't know a ton or didn't know a ton about Elton John. 
going into the movie. Um, I did that intentionally too. Um, obviously, I could have you know done some research before, but right. um, same thing with Bohemian Rhapsody. Obviously, I know who uh, you know. I know who Freddie Mercury and I know you know the band Queen. I'm familiar. Obviously, right. anyone is. You've heard of Queen. You've heard Queen mm-hmm. songs. Same thing with Elton John. You know who Elton John is. You've yeah. heard some of his songs, but you know you might not know a lot about his backstory. Right. Um, you know his life, his career, personal life, all that stuff. So. Um, I did that intentionally because I feel like you, you're looking at it through a different lens as a fan right. and as someone who already knows the information than someone, you know, I kind of want to see it from how, like, how is it just as a movie? Like if I didn't know anything and I'm just watching a movie, mm-hmm. how do they lay it out? Um, you know, for me. Right. So, um, you know, also something I thought about, um, it, it kind of going on the same <laughs> thought of, of my song of the week, uh, you know, drugs rule everything around me. Uh, you know, it touched on his addiction. You know, the the movie is is told basically from the vantage point of Elton in the early '90s when he checked himself into rehab, right. uh, and then going back and you know recounting you know his his life essentially yeah. in his career. So it was um, like an AA or NA meeting that he yeah. was basically telling it from the point of exactly, exactly. So um, it it made me think. You know, obviously I'm I'm a pretty healthy person. or try to be. Um, try to stay active. You know, I don't, I don't drink, I don't do drugs, anything like that. Um, you know, if that, if that's your prerogative, no, no judgment. But, um, but I thought about this video of Mick Jagger I saw recently of mm-hmm. him like dancing and getting ready for a performance. And I'm, and Mick Jagger's 75 years old and has done probably every drug known to man multiple times. Like, and I'm like, maybe drugs are the answer. Like, I, I don't know. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe he I'm doing it wrong. He wasn't holding back at all. He, he was wasn't holding back. Everything man. He wants There's a lot of healthy people out here not making it to 75. So I, right. maybe, you know, I don't know. I'm not telling you to do drugs kids, but definitely don't, just be the luck of don't the write draw. it off. Yeah. Do don't, don't write it off. Yeah. It could be the luck of the draw. That's, that's likely he what it is. Just had a little luck. Yeah. <laughs> or, or some good doctors, some good yeah. medical insurance. Or some or good drugs. Maybe the right <laughs> cocktail of drugs. I don't know. So, um, so stay in school kids. Don't do drugs or do drugs. I don't know. Um, I wasn't expecting a musical with this, um, but I, and I and I like musicals. I do enjoy musicals. I didn't know that this was gonna be kind. It, it, I wouldn't call it a musical, right. but it had aspects of a musical. I felt like it was very musicalish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sometimes they would just burst out. Like it was like a Broadway type thing. I yeah. kind of felt like like I, you could have just watched it as like a play. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know how I felt about that, but that's okay. It was. So I think with musicals, I'd like, I mean, you don't have to necessarily say we're about to sing and they like bust in a song, right. but it, it felt weirdly placed. Like it, it would be at really random times when they'd bust in the song and it wasn't consistent. Like, you know, it's not like every scene like this broken into acts, like a, like a play. And then we're getting a song like at the top of the act, you know, we're getting a song at the middle. Like, you know, it's usually structured a certain way. This was almost like, yeah, okay, there's story, song, boom, song, yeah. song, 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 crazy. Now it's switching years. Right. Now he's, you know, wait, it's like, wait, what are we doing? Now he's, wait, he's eight years old. Now he's 15. And it's like, okay, wait, it's, it's kind of was jumping all over the place. And they had like other characters singing his songs with him, which yeah. I could like maybe see for some of the things. But like, I don't know, I know in one part, like the whole family was singing like his mom, his dad and his grandma. And I was yeah. like, I don't know. Like maybe we should just have him sing. Yeah, I right. <laughs> like yeah, that, I just felt like it was getting a lot of musical type things from a lot of people. Like it wasn't just like I don't think everyone in Elton John's family was musical. No, so yeah. I think they kind of played that up just for like a to make it more entertaining. Yeah, for the movie. Well, yeah, and it. Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't know about that. I, I wasn't a huge fan of that part. Um, you you know they showed him. I didn't know that he was a child prodigy. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. You know that you know most people. Uh, of that magnitude as far as like that type of talent and artists typically, you know, have been doing some type of singing, you know, playing an instrument, something that stood out very early on in their life. Like it's not like they, they got to 25 and it's like, Oh shoot, I can sing. Like, mm-hmm. no, they, they probably had signs of it as a kid. So it didn't surprise me. Um, did you ever stumble upon any hidden talents as a kid? Like, were you like really good at anything as a kid? No, I don't think so. No? Uh, my brother and sister used to take piano lessons, but I was I'm kind of significantly younger than them. So, okay the piano teacher would just kind of give me lessons on the side. I was yeah. nothing special. Yeah. So it was nothing to like <laughs> brag about. Um, no, I just played sports and I was 
fine at them. Like I wasn't yeah. like a, a superstar or anything. I could hold my own on the field or on the there court or whatever. But no, like no talents that they're like, oh, we need to exploit this. And right. you can make a career out of it. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. You know, you could have been on the IM team if I would have met you. You know, it's crazy that we met, like what was it after? Was it the summer after graduation? Yeah, that, That's it when was. we met, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I wish I would have met you and Julie before, but I know it was probably a missed opportunity. I know you could have been on the IM teams. Uh, we lost a lot of games, but we had a lot of fun. It's the most yeah. fun you'll ever have losing was on my IMT. That's like the Todd Barnett guarantee. Okay. So yeah, you, you definitely had a lot That's of fun. That's a good guarantee. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I, you know, I wasn't a child prodigy, um, by any, I used to tell my mom all the time. I tell her now still too, as an adult. Um, which is kind of like an inside joke in our family, but that she should have got me tested for giftedness because I told her all the time when I was a kid, like, Mom, I'm a, I'm a genius. Like, I don't know why you haven't gotten me tested. So I would tell her that in, like, elementary school and all the way, like, up till now. Like, I'd be like, Mom, like, I... I still want to get tested. Yeah, like, Mom, like, you should have... What are you doing? Like, I was in class with all these, like, regular kids. I was a genius. Oh, that's fine. Um, so she'll, like, whenever I do something that's not genius-worthy, she'll they'll mess with me and be like, you know... Yeah, yeah I don't know about the... <laughs> why we never pursued it exactly so uh, I still stand by it but but again I never had anything I wasn't like a child prodigy at anything Mm -hmm. um but as I'm watching this I was like you know when he went in there and he was like auditioning yeah and obviously his teacher realized like okay he's special and then she still like corrected him on some things that he could change like kind of like humbling him a bit I was gonna say she had to keep him humble Honestly, I, I wouldn't, it, you know, and it's probably a good thing. Like, God probably did it on purpose to not, like, give me too much talent in certain areas because I would have been so incredibly arrogant. Like, I mean, there's You would have no, had a little bit of an ego. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it would have been so bad. Like, there's no way that I would take instruction from someone who I knew wasn't better than me. Like, yeah. I'd be like, shut up. Like, what are you doing? Like, don't touch me. I'm. <laughs> do you know who I am? Like, I would be. I would be ridiculous. I'd be, like, five years old, like knowing if I knew how to play like hot cross buns like I'd be like yeah like suck it like don't yeah and especially as a kid like kids don't understand like okay even if you're better at something like you can still take instruction from other people but like no they just want to be in charge because I'm the best I would definitely I mean I I was always as a kid and even now to to this day in the tight world um I'll question everything and and in a respectful way like I wasn't the kid that like you know I is my parents wouldn't let me be the type of person where it's like an adult says something and I'm like, well, why? Like, it, not right. like in that way, but in a respectful way, I would like inquire, like if we're doing something or giving me instruction and I don't necessarily see the the purpose or the point in it, mm-hmm. I would act like, hey, like, what are we doing this for? Like, what is this? Um, and I that's just, and still to this day, I'm like that. So I would have a really t- hard time if I felt like the person giving me instruction didn't know as much as me. Yeah. Would be rough. So it's a good thing that Ellen was a humble kid. <laughs> um <laughs> Would being famous, I was wondering this too as we're watching, um, and he's not the first famous person to have a, a rough upbringing, but would being famous be worth having a rough childhood? I don't think so. I don't think I would ever want to be famous. I just think it's too much spotlight. I yeah. would prefer to lay low. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. There's like, there's so many people that have a really rough start to life and like no matter how much money or fame or anything yeah. that you have, like I don't think it can really help you fully recover. Like you still have to like address your issues head on. Right. So right. maybe they would have more resources towards doing it, but they also have access to like a lot of other things. So yeah. like, I mean, it seems like they said amongst all of his other issues, like he really likes to shop and right, right. he still likes to shop and like, okay, like that might not be as destructive right. as like drug use and stuff. Like you're not going to overdose from that, but right. I mean, yeah, you don't want to go broke because you're trying to like, find material things to make you feel better that's true yeah I you know it's it was I was I was watching and I'm just like wow like there's so many people who probably wish they were Elton John right right and I'm looking I'm like I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it like I wouldn't trade my like my family I wouldn't trade like Mm -hmm. how great of a childhood I had and like you know the times I had the memories I had to be to be that fan to be famous or to be that talented in that area um it just wouldn't it wouldn't be worth it um you know you look at him or like a Michael Jackson or something like like it's not worth it like yeah you might have all these accolades, money, you know, mm-hmm. power, respect, all that. And it's just like, eh, it's not yeah. worth it. And I'm, I'm kind of with you on the fame thing. Um, you know, obviously you look at, sometimes you look at it and you're like, man, that'd be like really cool to be a superstar. But I'd rather be like one of those like really rich guys that no one knows. Yeah. Like, you know, if you look like the top, like if you go on Forbes right now, mm-hmm. like the 10th richest person, you probably never even like, if you've heard of them, you you wouldn't be able to pick them out of a crowd. Right. Like if you just was walking, they just want to be low key. Yeah, if it, like you know, a lot of them just look like you know regular old guys. Like if they had a bu- like if Bill Gates right now. Like I know what he looks like. Yeah, seen pictures of him. Of him, 
if Bill Gates was walking in Walmart with like a ball cap on, yeah, you just assume it's not him. Like you just right. be like, you know, oh, like, that guy like, looks like Bill Gates. Yeah, but like, like it's not him. Yeah, you would just pass it off. Like he can easily go to like the movie theater here and mm-hmm. be fine. And like LeBron James can't do that. No, you know what I mean. So it's like, yeah, it's really cool. It would be really cool to be like yeah. LeBron, but like at the same time, it's right. It's kind of tough. Um, you can't live a regular life. Exactly. Um, the storytelling was interesting and, and we talked about this with the musical aspect of it. Um, but it almost felt like I couldn't tell if they were assuming that, um, we knew Elton John's story. Like if they assume like the viewers would all be like somewhat familiar. Right. Cause it felt like, again, that there were like details missed and, you know, dates missed and things like that. They're jumping around a lot. So I'm like, A, either they're expecting that we already know. Um, or they're um, just trying to condense the movie as much as possible. Right. And yeah, I couldn't you tell couldn't tell one. if they were skimming over things or if they, yeah, thought that you came in with some background. Story. Yeah, I, I don't know, and I, I still don't know. I did read something. It was an interesting uh, fact that um, that for the movie, they kind of jumbled up fact and fiction mm-hmm. to make it more enjoyable, right. um, you know, more entertaining. So, you know, there were parts where, you know, he was taught, he like performed a song and it was like the song he performed for the record label. And like he, in, in real life, he didn't write the song until two, three years later. Yeah. Like it was a lot of yeah. parts like that. And um, I think even when, um, like obviously Elton John isn't his real name. Right. And when he took, when he like picked his name, it sounded like Elton came from someone that he was in a band with or something. Yeah. And then when he was in the record label office, he like looked at a picture of John Lennon yep. and was like, John, but yeah, that I heard that wasn't very accurate. That was exactly that was also in the article how that was not that was inaccurate and that's not actually how he got it. it actually said how he got it, but I don't remember right off. But um, point being is that uh, you know that they, they kind of juice that up, which I feel like is not necessary mm-hmm. for the movie. Um, also, I, you know, I think part of it too was, which I thought they did kind of well, if, considering um, that he was in a. Uh, uh, mental health facility, mm-hmm. right? So he was telling it from that vantage point. So naturally, at that point, with the drug use, his memories would be jumbled up like that. Right. So I think, you know, part of that was, you know, entertainment for the movie factor, but then also in reality, if you're going back, if you're sitting in the 90s recounting stuff that happened the last 30, 40 years, and, a, you know, two decades of that was you right. heavily using drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Like, you don't, like... You know, 1971 and 1973 probably aren't that different to you. Yeah, they you might just, I mean? everything kind of goes together. Like, I feel like even just thinking about college and stuff, like, oh, yeah, yeah. there was nothing super crazy where I, like, shouldn't remember certain parts of it. But I'm like, oh, right. wait, like, was that the first year I was in college or was it later on? Exactly. Like, I don't know, like, sporting events and stuff. You're like, oh, I know we did pretty well when I was there. But you're like, right. hey, what year did this happen or whatever? It's kind of like you got to pick through it exactly no that's a very good example yeah even for us like we're only three years out so yeah we're three years out and well you know weren't weren't uh world superstars and you know heavily using drugs so with that being said like you said yeah again if you're in the 90s trying to recount something that happened in the 70s right that's that's tough so i think that that was kind of played in there a little bit i don't know how intentional that was i might be giving them more credit right. than they deserve for that um, but I think they definitely could have done a better job as far as storytelling, keeping the audience engaged. It was a lot of like downtime yeah. and, uh, you know, as like fantastical and fictional and all the animation and like out of body experience yeah. and like, you know, parts in the movie where they're like floating in air and, you know, just all mm-hmm. the stuff, um, effects like that. It was, pl- it was points where they were doing that and it was still like boring. Like it was yeah. weird. It was like very much like, yeah, like you are. Like when's the scene going to be over? Yeah. Like when, yeah. are we going to move on to something? Like is something going to happen? Soon? Exactly. That's, and that's kind of how I felt at a, at a point. Um, you know, I feel like biopic movies should focus on, should focus on like a specific event, especially when, well, I'll say this. For biopic movies where it's the entire person's, life is like worth recounting Mm -hmm. which obviously if you're making if you're doing a biopic it probably is they've probably done more than just like one thing right um focus on like one part of their career like don't like for instance bohemian rhapsody even though they kind of oh you haven't seen it so no i don't really have anything i won't compare this to i won't i won't spoil it um but um i won't spoil it for you but i mean in the description it says like they you know it's leading up to well and it's also a biopic so Mm -hmm. it's not really much i can spoil but yeah um it's uh, showing Freddie Mercury and Queen um, up until Live Aid, the okay. concert Live Aid. So mm-hmm. um, it's leading up to that point. 
uh, starting with Freddie as like right when he basically right when he got hooked up with Queen and they mm-hmm. kind of you know assembled a band. Um, with that, it's it's a clear focus where we're showing from when they started to Live Aid. Right. So like A to B. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's starting and end. Yeah, and and again, it felt rushed, and obviously there was points in there where it's like they add, they they put in points that like weren't um weren't accurate, and you know mm-hmm. they changed it up a bit. Um, but it, you know it felt like it felt um cohesive. Yeah. This didn't feel, and I'm I'm comparing it to that obviously because it just recently came out, and similar like artists in terms of magnitude, um, mm-hmm. and you know biopic films, um, but similar genres as well. So I think, you know, honestly, a lot, a lot of people probably won't agree with me, but I think they could have just focused on him creating some of the songs for Lion King. Like, let's just see him in the studio, yeah. like, creating. Like, he did Circle of Life. So I looked up, I was like, what did he actually write from, you know, on there? Circle of Life, I Just Want to Be King, uh, or I Just Can't Wait to Be King, sorry. Uh, Hakuna, uh, Hakuna Matata, um, Can You Feel the Love Tonight, and Be Prepared. Um, so all hits. All hits. I mean, I, I, would, I would watch two hours of Elton John just in the studio making these. Yeah. Like, that would be enough for me. And it's probably on, like, the bonus features of, like, a DVD or something like that. But I'm fine with that. We can we could do that. Um, like I said, I couldn't connect the same as Bohemian Rhapsody. And, I you know, I don't want to just keep comparing to that. But it's a good reference. Um, you know, it, it didn't feel – it felt rushed, rushed. You know what I mean? It didn't feel cohesive. This one didn't. Um, I don't think it should have released so close to Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't know if that was – they were aware or if that was planned. Right. Um, These things take time, so you would think that they would have thought it out a little bit. Yeah. Further. Like, we don't want them back-to-back. And, you know, obviously, they're different artists. Yeah. I don't know if they're done by the same studio. I have to double-check that. But but it turns into a comparison. It turns into – exactly. So you're you're in danger of doing that. So then it's just like, you better be the better one. Right. Or the, you know, the first one. One of the two. You know, if you're – you know. So – uh, and for this, to me, it was it was not as good as Bohemian, and it w- came after. <laughs> right. Well, and I know it could be a little bit different. Um, I mean, Freddie Mercury is obviously not alive anymore, and right, Elton right. John is, so I wonder if he had a little bit more say, obviously, like what yep. what was portrayed in this. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it's always interesting because a lot of things happen after people have died, so if something does come out while they're still alive, like you wonder – if that's how it would have been later on. That's a good point. I think that I, I know he did have some say in this movie. Like, I don't think he was sitting over their shoulders, but they definitely mm-hmm. consulted him for some of the yeah. stuff. Uh, like for instance, um, the, um, what is it? What is his name? The actor who played Elton in this, I already forgot his name. Have it written down. Uh, Elton wanted his voice to be the voice in this movie. Like they didn't want I to heard him. that. He yeah. said like, don't try to sound like me. Yeah. Kind of like find your own thing. My mom said, she's like, I thought it was really distracting that he didn't sound like Elton John at all. And that's, I was like, yeah. well, I guess that's what they're going for. But I mean, I could see if you're going to see an Elton John movie, like you kind of want it to be realistic towards what I, he is. I wanted to hear, Elton, I wanted to hear Elton John. Um, yeah, it just, that, that didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where someone's, that's where the artist's feedback yeah, like obviously him. Yeah, his, him. his yeah. opinion was not the right one. No, yeah, but his, yeah. he got to have his opinion, and then they did it how how they want, how yeah. he wanted it. And I and I wasn't I wasn't a fan of that. Um, I wanted to hear his. And again, if so, if he was if he had already passed, there's no way they do that because there'd be an, there'd be right an uproar. Like people would be like, no, we want to hear Elton, yeah. right? But since Elton said it, it's like yeah, uh, okay, I guess you respected his wishes, but like, right. um, so that I know he gave them a lot of creative liberties as far as. Uh, the way the film was written and, you know, kind of how the flow of it, like he wanted it to be like reflected that way. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they, <laughs> I was, I didn't, wasn't a huge fan of the creative liberties that they took, but, um, but again, that's, that was his input. Um, they got more intense with the sex scenes in this one than they did in Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, and it, to me, I feel like any type of, any type of actions that like make a movie rating higher as far as like, taking it from like G to PG to mm-hmm. PG 13, so on and so forth. Uh, if it doesn't help the story, then it's not, it's no point in it. Right. Like a, like a sex scene. I, it didn't like th- when they got like, when it was like really in depth or r- whatever. And you mm-hmm. know, they wouldn't just like cut to the next scene. I'd be like, what is this adding? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't add anything uh, to the movie. So just felt like some things were long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I don't know if that's necessary. And I don't, you know, it, obviously that's not the only thing. Of course, the drug use is obviously going to take the rating up as well. But right. um, they could have done it in a way. And, and I say that because if you're going to make it R, then make it 
a reason for it to be R or, right. or PG-13 in this case. Um, was this PG-13? Yeah, I think or was so. was that R? I'm not I think it was sure. PG-13. I don't even pay attention because I'm not like at the age where I can't go see any movie right, that I want exactly. to see. Right, exactly. I'm so pretty sure And it was I'm not 13. trying to bring like younger kids like, right. oh, is this appropriate? <laughs> yeah, let's go see Rocket Man. don't have to worry about it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I th- I'm pretty sure it was PG-13, but um, my thought is like obviously make it like if you can make a movie the lowest rating you can mm-hmm. to get the widest audience. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, especially a movie like this where it's a super popular artist mm-hmm. is me, you know, people are going to want to go see it. You know, parents are going to want to go see it. If they can take their kids, they'll go see, you know, bring yeah. them as well. So, um, they were taking a lot of time building his stardom up. So, I mean, the first hour and 15 minutes mm-hmm. to in a two hour movie is him not even really being Elton John yet. Like he's still very much like hasn't got his big break yet. And I'm like, yo, come on. Like right. the majority of the movie is not even going to be him as a star. Like that's what we want to see. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? They could have spent less time again, talking about how they like some parts were just too long. Right. They didn't have to spend as much time on him being a kid or, mm-hmm. uh, or him being like the struggling artist, like get to him being a star. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, I don't really have much more to say about it. Yeah. You <laughs> covered it well. Um, his marriage. Like that was he, so quick. I didn't even, I almost right? forgot that he was married because it was like, it only took like two minutes and then it was like, literally oh, divorced. Yeah. It was like, okay. and, and I understand their marriage was only three years, but mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was almost like, why even bring it up in the movie? Like they, right. that, if you were going to skip past something, yeah. skip past that. Cause I mean, li- I'm, we're not, we're not exaggerating. I had it written down three minutes. We're not exaggerating. He, from the time he got married to when they showed him getting a divorce was, I mean, go back. I want to almost go back and time it. It was yeah. under under was three minutes very, very in the movie. Quick. It was so weird. It was like, what what are we doing? So again, with it just being like, who who's editing this film? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. They're like, I can't believe that that made the cut, and they weren't just like, hey, let's just scrap that because it doesn't flow. Right. I don't know. Maybe that's just to really emphasize how short his marriage was. I don't know. That's possible. Um, You're giving them a lot of credit again. I, again, I'm giving them a ton of credit. I'm Benefit giving, of the doubt. Yeah. <laughs> they don't deserve this. Um. The music, um, I've always gotten Tiny Dancer and Rocket Man mixed up ever since I was a kid. I don't know why, like those two, like it's just they're the same song to me. Um, but I mean, but they're both good, dan- both good songs. Uh, Tiny Dancer is better, yeah. uh, in my opinion. Um, but I, I know if I if I were the one who wrote and per- or performed, I guess in this case because he didn't write his stuff, but uh, Benny and the Jets in Tiny Dancer, yeah, I'm retiring. Like I would be the type. Like, have you ever seen uh, Semi Pro with Will Ferrell? I haven't, but I like can picture it in my head. I feel like I've like seen the cover like of it or something. Like and covers. Yeah. yeah. In the in the movie, he's the he's the player coach okay. of this of this semi pro basketball team. Mm-hmm. Um, but prior to that, he was an artist, and he only he had one hit. He had one song called "Love Me Sexy," <laughs> and he just like was resting on his laurels from uh, from that song for mm-hmm. like ever. Like he'd go somewhere and be like, "Yo, like I wrote Love Me Sexy,' right? Right. So just off that fame, that's how it would be. Like yeah. front like." Doesn't matter. Tiny Dancer came out what seventy one, seventy three, or something like that. Yeah. Till to this day, I'd be like, "Yo, I wrote Tiny Dancer." Like, yeah, like it's enough of a classic song that like people aren't forgetting about it. No. Yeah, yeah. I'd be on that. Kinda and like Benny and the Jets. So you're like, okay, I can, I can ride that wave. But I feel like that's kind of one of the problems with some musicians is that they're oh, like, for sure. we're gonna keep pushing their success, and then it's like at the end, uh, maybe you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, like, right. I don't remember the last good Britney Spears. That's true. Project. Yeah. Like, not that I'm a huge Britney Spears person or anything. Maybe there's people that are diehard yeah. fans and they would still like her today. But, like, I don't know. Like, her first couple albums were probably, like, her most popular and then could have wrapped it up then. Yeah. Like, it's fine to retire if you have it's totally the means fine. to do Madonna, it. Madonna, retire. Yeah. Madonna's definitely one. She just came out with an album this year. Mm-hmm. It's like, cut it out. What are you doing? Like, because yeah. now what you do is you tarnish your legacy. So now it's like, yeah, she's like a legend, but like, eh, mm-hmm. like you don't ever want to have like, Still I would never trying to be relevant, like for yeah. new things. Exactly. You lose respect. You lose respect. And then also you, d- you don't want to have more bad albums than good albums. So she's tiptoeing that line, in my opinion. Madonna is uh, Britney. I, you know, obviously she had her issues. So um, I feel uh, like she's probably still a performer in Vegas oh, or something. Excuse me. Wow. Thank you. What'd you say? Um, I said I feel like Britney Spears is still probably like performing in Vegas or something. I feel like that's one of the things. That she was. Uh, she like was. They... She had a residency there uh, a while ago. But yeah, I follow her on Instagram. So. So you know I a been, little bit more. Yeah, about I know. Her yeah, I've, I yeah, I've been following a little, a little closely. Uh, wait. Wow. Thank you. I, w- I actually tweeted earlier today that I'm losing my battle with allergies. Um, I'm struggling, uh, but I'm, I'm gonna make it. I made it for the podcast. Uh, 
So yeah, I don't I don't know if he was I don't know if uh, Taron, who was the you know the the actor for Elton, I don't know if he was the right cat um, right pick for the role. Um, I, I don't know. What'd you think about him? Um, I don't know either. I thought. I mean, like, obviously, I didn't know Elton John back in the day. Like, I was right. only born in 1994, so right, I'm a right. little late to more with the Lion King stuff that he did. But um, right. I don't know. I thought he was just, like, interesting. Um, yeah. He just had <laughs> a lot nice going way. on. This whole yeah. movie, I just felt like there's a lot going on. Which, uh, there's a I mean, obviously, there was a lot going on in his life. Right. But um, I heard, too, online that, like, they were really – um, putting a focus on his hair and they had to like thin out his hair and make his hairline go oh, back really? further and I was like that's kind of a lot of dedication because like I understand people lose or gain weight for roles or get you know right. work out a lot or you know if they have to go in the other direction and gain uh, gain a lot of weight right. they'll do that but I was like wow like what if it didn't grow back like that would be a lot of dedication to this I'd one role pissed. yeah I'd be he I love my hair so I, I would not I would not be down for that I yeah. think that for him to go through all that like for them to get an actor who they wanted to just use his voice, they didn't. He didn't. They didn't do any like sound mixing with Elton John's voice. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to do all this like editing with again with or or hair and makeup, um, like altering how he looks. He wasn't good enough for that. Like he didn't look like Elton. Yeah. First of all, this, he didn't look like Elton John. Like. Um, he didn't like the mannerisms were still like just very like I feel like again he's in Kingsman yeah. he was acting just like he did in Kingsman like not wasn't that much different you know what I mean like so it's his acting style is like doesn't matter which project he does it's still pretty yeah I don't know how great it. of a, like, I'm like how'd you guys I don't know how they picked him other than him having mm-hmm. a natural like English accent yeah other than that it's like I mm-hmm. mean I could have been Elton in yeah. this movie like if that was the case like I, I don't know it, it, you know and I don't and I like him I do like him um, but just I don't know if he's a good actor, role. but I like, yeah, it just was like, what did they like? Did they just pick names out of a hat and like it just didn't fit? And um, I'm not too familiar with any like English actors. Like I don't know who their yeah. alternative would be. Yeah, I mean they could have got Idris Elba. Like I would have, I would have believed him as Elton before this guy. So, <laughs> but um, his mother. So Elton John's mother actually died two years ago. I was wondering like. Did she see like the original cut of this before? Like I'm like I don't know how when they finished the movie when they wrapped it up, but like even the original like they say to his mom like Hey, just let you know it's not that favorable and yeah. for you, you know what I mean? Right, and you wonder if that's like really accurate or if it's how he portrayed it as. Right, but they I thought all of like the villains in this movie yeah. did a very good job at being like not likable at all. Yeah, no, like you yeah. did not like the mom, you did not like the dad, and then his like. His boyfriend, boyfriend manager, manager yeah. like he was the worst, and you yeah, could see that it. coming from a mile away. Hundred percent, yeah. So. He had the suit, the dark yeah. hair. You knew he was going, and be he was slimy. always like flirting with other people. Yeah, it was just like you could tell he was kind of like scummy and just trying to cash in on things. Hundred percent, yeah. I, I, they did a good job. I mean, the acting, like I said, as far as the the main actor, he, you know, I don't know how good of a performance he did, but everyone else, I thought, did a really good job acting. Yeah, um, really believable, really sold it, really made you hate them. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I was thinking about his addiction, and um, I couldn't imagine ha- the, the pressure of, again, we were talking about, like, if I, you know, if I wrote Tiny Dancer, like, I'm just chilling for the rest of my life. Yeah. But, like, the pressure of continuing to come up with hits and hits, and as, be- as you become more and more famous and you continue to gather accolades, yeah. um, I, I feel like that, that pressure would be too much. Yeah. So, you, you know, when you find these things, or, you know, even the thought of, like, hey, I was really successful, but I was on, like, coke at the time. Like the thought process of like, wait, if I get sober, maybe I won't be as good. Like th- those are real thoughts. And those, I feel like that is something that like you naturally like associate some of that stuff with. So that that would be a tough battle to fight, I imagine. Um, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of a lot of respect to him for now being sober. Twenty eight years, I think it said. Yeah. That's um, a long time. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So, right. Hey, Lion King. Lion King changed his life. <laughs> I, you know, again, we need to see. I want to see that show. Just show him two hours in a booth yeah. creating the Lion King soundtrack. Uh but yeah, that was that was good. Uh, you know, I I commend also his friend uh, who wrote the songs, and you know, it was almost like a brother to him. He said, "Bernie, um, right. yeah, yeah, awesome. That's all. You know, you you know, people. You need people like that in your life, right? So whether it's an actual family member, or a friend that becomes family. Yeah, it didn't uh, seem like he had too much like support from his family, so it was good probably that he had it coming from somewhere else. And I know they stressed the point that they've never had a fight. Yeah, in all the years that they've known each other, and they just went through that like brief 
period of time when they weren't, uh, you know, perform or not performing together, right. but working together. And I don't know, it was, it was like, it was a feel good thing to see him, uh, like when he was in treatment yeah. to have Bernie come see him. That, and it's cool that that's like a real character. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when they showed, you know, them two in real life, like as friends and stuff like that, that's cool to see. Um, it, you know, it would be rough for me, you know, if uh, I don't have a lot of patience sometimes with, with people who don't want to help themselves. Like, I'll try, and then, like, if you, and especially if you, like, it turns into you, like, disrespecting me, like, when he would almost be, like, mean to Bernie. Right. Like, uh, you you can only, I'm only letting you get away with that, like, a couple of times before yeah. I'm just like, all right, I'm done with you, right? So, yeah. I commend Bernie for sticking by him and being a, being a good friend. He, you know, you could, obviously, he really loved him, uh, really loves him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that was awesome to see. Um, so, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like, I, well, one, I didn't know he had kids. I didn't know Elton John had, I mean, obviously, I think they adopt adopted but i didn't know he had kids. do you know that um i my grandma used to always get people magazine and i feel like that was like back when his kid he had his kids um that was like one of the stories in it so i feel like i read it in a little like news clipping in people magazine i've just never really thought much about it yeah but yeah i just I, I did not know that until it seems like the it's good he got everything cleaned up before he had kids yes because they're pretty young yeah exactly exactly so you know so that he can and you wouldn't want them to like grow up in the same environment as he did and it looked like his parents were both drinkers like, yeah yeah I, I think that they at least subtly tried to throw that in there that his mom usually had a drink in her hand and his dad yep. did too yep exactly so i wonder wonder how his relationship is with his like half brothers mm-hmm. i wonder that i should i should look that up uh over and overall though i thought the movie um was kind of boring. Like it was fantastically boring in, mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, I do have a newfound respect for uh, singer-songwriters. Um, obviously, as amazing as Elton John is, he didn't write his own songs, right. right? So, I mean, I think there's a, you definitely have to, it's not to take anything away from him, but I think you do have to give a lot of respect to people who are writing their own songs yeah. and writing their own music, like playing instruments. And it didn't seem like anyone writing his songs like Bernie. He didn't get... Like jealous that Elton no, was the one yeah. in the spotlight, and I feel like he's probably just the type of person where he's like, I don't want to be right. you know, front and center, but I like being involved with the project still, and like knowing I had a lot to do with it. Um, yeah. And it didn't seem like Elton wasn't giving him credit for it, right? Which is yeah. good. I feel like it probably is like a two way street of like, if you feel like you're being appreciated, you don't mind 100%. doing things. Hundred percent. Yeah. If you're being compensated and appreciated, like, what more can you ask for? Right. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I just felt like it was kind of boring. I felt like it didn't. It didn't grab me as many as like you know the moments where it's like out of body experience or they did you know really eccentric things. Mm-hmm. Um, the music it just didn't it didn't grab me. It was you know it's it's weird. I don't know if I've ever seen a movie that had so much going on that was boring. I've seen movies that have been not good. Mm-hmm. You know some movies have a lot going on and they're not good, but you know it keeps you engaged or you're at least like whoa what's gonna happen next? Wait what? Yeah. This one was all I didn't really care. It got to a point I didn't really care what happened next. It was just like right. It was kind of boring at points. I also feel like sometimes there's like watching movies at home because especially I kind of forgot that everyone would have accents in it. I really like subtitles. Oh, really? And so really? when I watch things at home, I always have the subtitles really? on. Oh, yeah. Like, who just told me that? Someone all the time. just told me that they watch with subtitles. That's funny. Yeah. So that must be a thing. I gave them a hard time when they told me, but. Yeah. Like my whole, well, my parents will do it. My boyfriend does it. Everybody, yeah. we're like all on the subtitles. Oh, kick. wow. So I don't know if it's just because like just people that you watch things with like they get used to it but i feel like sometimes i like to like i have to see what they said in order for me to like understand it better and i'm like okay yeah like and i think just with some of the accents i was like what did they say yeah and the movie going to the movies it's just always so loud and i just like love having some volume control yeah no yeah i I get that i get that in certain movies don't necessarily need to be super loud like this didn't have to be loud uh some movies like i want it to be like to get the full experience, like uh, like action movies, like in, which are typically the most loud. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like you, it feels different, like when you're in the theater and it's like an action it movie. I was like, I was reviewing John Wick, I think a week or two ago, and um, and like hearing like the gun sh- sounds and stuff like that, like that adds to it. Like right. it's, it's a lot. It's at part times, of the experience. Right? Exactly. Um, it you know I didn't expect the movie to be so depressing. You know, mm-hmm. it was a, a way more low low moments than there were highlights. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect that going into it. Uh, it was a sad story. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, even at the, I mean, obviously it's good to see him get clean and everything, but it was a, through and through, it was, it was pretty sad. Yeah. Um, and it makes you look and like, wow, he had a, I mean, 
all the way through, like his life has been pretty rough. I mean, until I guess the last 28 years of, of sobriety, really, right. it's looked as though his, his life for the majority of it has been pretty rough, even through, you know, his like at his highest moment. Mm-hmm. So um, the one scene I did like, I liked when they were singing um, your song at his house right after him and Bernie moved in with his mom. Yes. And they played the whole song, and I just thought that that was good. I don't think that they really had other people interrupt to sing yep. it or anything, but I was like, I really like that song, so that was what I liked about it. Like, yeah. one of the things that I, I specifically could say, oh, I liked that, where, like, everything else was like, I feel like there's just a lot going on. Yeah. And, yeah, not really knowing how to feel about some other things. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, finding, finding that highlight in the movie. Um, he, you know, I do like the fact that the movie, I felt like, really – um, embodied who he was as far or who he is as far as just being like really eccentric and all over mm-hmm. the place yeah. and him having his hand in some of the the direction of the movie. Um, I do like when movies do reflect the, the artist or the person that they're they're portraying like the, the autobiographical uh, film. So um, I d- they definitely had that aspect going for them. Um, again, I don't know if his input helped the movie, right. but it still was him. You know, it felt like him. One other thing, I know like a few months ago, I don't know if it was circling around on like Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was like either a Google commercial or some kind of commercial. I didn't realize it was like very similar to like a movie trailer for this. Like I thought it was like kind of saying, yeah, there's a movie coming out, but I didn't exactly think that it was going to be like the movie. Oh. And it just felt like this movie was like a long drawn out version of this. I don't know if it was a Google commercial, but I'm uh. feeling like it was. Okay. And I was just like, I didn't think it would be like so closely related to yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. And so the whole time I was like, what is this? But I You're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know the direction of the film. I can only imagine what it was like on set. Uh, I think that they would have done better if the movie came out uh, prior to his farewell tour. I think mm-hmm. he either just wrapped up or is wrapping up his farewell tour. I think this would have been better if one, it came out before. Yeah. And then it was like, also, guys, I'm announcing I'm going on a farewell tour, like, after this movie. Yeah. Um, so that would have been, I think, a smart play from a marketing standpoint. Two, I think that the movie would have been better suited as a documentary style similar to This Is It, Michael Jackson's documentary, um, leading up to his final tour. So I think that if they would have, if the movie would have been in that style or, like, almost like uh, Five Foot Two Lady Gaga's documentary that's on Netflix that led up to her Super Bowl performance, mm-hmm. I think if they did something like that where they take a few months out and as he's going, as he's preparing for his final tour, going through everyday life, and then I think maybe you add in, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Birdman, um, but came out, it won, like a, it won a Oscar a couple of years ago. It's a really odd movie. Um, but um, added some assets. It's, it's continuous shot. Okay. Um, and there's like points where you don't know what's, what's this guy's like real life and what's Mm -hmm. fiction. Like he'll like, you know, be looking out of a window and then he'll step out of the window and start flying and like stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Similar to points that they kind of took in this movie. But I think if you had a, uh, able to really capture like his personality, if you had a documentary style where you also incorporate it and if it was continuous shot, they want to do that, whatever. And, um, and where they have some moments where it's like he steps out of like real documentary style, like life. And mm-hmm. then you have some of these like fantastical, like fictional moments. Yeah. That might have been a creative way to kind of step out of the box and be different. But then also give us like an insight that we want to see and what yeah. people really be interested in. I, I would have much more preferred that. And then leading up to the farewell tour, he comes out and we see his like first concert and see like, again, all of his fans. Like that would have been a really cool moment and maybe some like real like interview style type of stuff where he's going back and recounting some of his childhood and stuff. And since he is still alive and stuff, you had that luxury of if you wanted to do it like that, you could have. Exactly. So, um, I, I've given out a ton of free million dollar, maybe billion dollar ideas on this (laughs) podcast. So that, that's one, if you all want to redo this, um, I'd still, I'd go see that. Like if you all in a literally next year say, yo, we came out with that, but like now we're coming out with this, I'd Mm -hmm. go see that. Um, so, um, if you all do, just, just give me a shout out. Just put me on the credits. Appreciate that. Um, again, I, I don't like the creative liberties that were taken on this. Um, <laughs> I think I think Elton John essentially told them to, you know, kind of have a field day with it and be creative. I think they might have abused that a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, on a scale of one to ten, what would you give the movie? Um, I think I'd just give it an even five because yeah. I just think I went in with higher expectations. That's and fair, like, yeah. I think it's just average. Like, yeah. it wasn't anything super special. It wasn't anything horrible. It yeah. just, I think, five even would be 
fair rating. That's a fair rating. I gave it a five six. Um, I gave it more love than it probably deserved. Um, yeah, it, it it. I mean, for everything I just said, but I think that um, if they don't look at it as this is a movie about Elton John, mm-hmm. and there's you just made a movie. If they looked at it through that lens, they'd be like, I think they'd realize that like, ah, oh, we missed the mark. Yeah. Right, you know, I think that they were they were relying too heavily on the fact that it was about a you know a a huge figure in pop culture and the music industry, um, and they didn't really take the time to to really make the film right. right. Um, and it, it, it's it's sad because it's an unnecessary film, meaning that it like it didn't have to be made. It's not like if you're gonna do it, do it right, do it perfect. Yeah. You know, what I mean? or just or just scrap it. You know, what I mean, like don't don't mess it up mm-hmm. or let someone else do it who's gonna do it right. You know, what I mean, you want to tell the story right. The first time, so it's rough that they didn't they didn't get right. Um, would you suggest someone either go see this opening night, uh, five dollar Tuesday, Netflix, or don't watch it all? Um, if you're gonna go see it, then don't do anything other than five dollar Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like you could just wait until it's on Netflix. I, that's that's what I had. I feel like Netflix is an appropriate mm-hmm. uh, viewing experience for this movie. Uh, you don't miss anything by waiting out. Um, again, if you're if you're listening to this or you you check the um. You check the website, you know, definitely look at the rating and say, uh, I'll, yeah. wait, I'll wait for Netflix on this one. Um, what upcoming movies are you excited for, or movie, I should say? Um, I thought that during the trailers for this movie, they had one called Yesterday. I oh, think. yeah. I think it was like yeah. the Beatles one. I guess I'm just going on this music movie yeah. <laughs> wave. But I was like, oh, that kind of looks like it could be a little bit interesting. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's probably it. I actually, I actually bashed that movie really? uh, trailer like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Um, but it could be good. You know, I haven't seen it yet. So we'll see. I do. I do like the Beatles a lot. Um, I mentioned this movie before, but then saw a trailer doing this, uh, that made got me even more excited for it. Men in black. So they're doing the, uh, they're bringing back men in black franchise. Um, and I, and I like, it. I think Tessa Thompson and, uh, and I always get the Hemsworths mixed up. I think that's Chris Hemsworth. I think Um, so. Yeah. But Thor, obviously they have chemistry from, from Thor in the Marvel movies, but, um, and I love Tessa Thompson, but they, um, that looks, it looks entertaining, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, again, it's not like movies like that. Like it's not going to be an Oscar winner, but it looks, it looks funny. It looks right. entertaining. looks interesting a little bit, you know what I mean? For, for what it is. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm definitely going to go see it whenever I can't remember what day or, you know, what month even it comes out, but I am excited about that. So, um, that is all I had. I do appreciate you coming up. Did you have anything else, Becca? No, that's all. Thanks for having me, Todd. Yeah, I appreciate you coming up here. Um, we will definitely have to connect more this summer. Now that it is warm out and I will be in Detroit. So Yeah, that sounds good. Um, until next week, everyone, appreciate you all. Peace.